Welcome to Be in Baltimore in Charlotte with Donita and Dianitra. We are two friends who decided to relocate to Charlotte from Baltimore for various reasons. We are here to share our trials and triumphs along the way to entrepreneurship. We'll talk about complete wellness, business building, and relationships and how you can fit it into your daily life. We want you to leave each episode feeling loved, encouraged, and supported along your life's journey. Please join us each week for our conversations. Welcome to the next episode of Being Baltimore in Charlotte with Donita and Dianitra. So today we have a guest. We talked about her last week in the podcast, Angela Street, and she is a good friend of mine. I met Angela, I'm thinking Angela, maybe between 2009, maybe 2008, 2009, when we were both Pamper Chef Consultants. Yeah, that sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but we didn't actually see each other until right. Like it was a probably years ago at an event. Correct. Yep. Right, but we, um, the Pamper Chef, of course, if you don't know, is a direct marketing business, and um, everybody loves the Pamper Chef. But Angela is all uh, was in our in a group for African American Pamper Chef consultants right. because it seems like that was a little bit we were getting more tips and insights than what the company was giving. To mm-hmm. us, so as <laughs> an entire right, no, to to African Americans, okay, to African American consultants. So this was a Facebook group where we were interacting. We would praise each other and big up each other because it it just seemed like our leaders weren't doing that enough for us, right? So we kind of just relied on each other as peers and supported each other that way. But I not only that, Angela also is a, was is, is or was was Angela, was a co owner mm-hmm. with her. Um, her husband in street HVAC. Okay. Yes, he's um, my ex-husband now, but we ran a heating and air conditioning business. It was called Team Street Heating and Air Conditioning. Team Street, that's what it was. Yes. And she's mm-hmm. also a mom of three. Now, yes, Angela, we're going to just kind of let you tell your story about how you got to Charlotte, what made you come up with the decision. And of course, um, we just want it to be a natural conversation. So okay. um, I'll just let you tell your story. Sure. Now I listened to podcasts last week and I was I was telling D that I was nodding my head and saying, Yep, that's true, that's true the whole time when I was listening to the podcast from last week. So um I was listening to both of your stories as to how you ended up in Charlotte and um basically how I ended up in Charlotte was one hundred percent because of my job. Um I as D just mentioned, I am a mother of three and um, I was going through a divorce. So my, like I just said, I was running a a business together with my ex-husband. And when we were partying, I then had to find employment again. And I had pretty much been kind of a stay at home mom slash business owner for seven years, I think it was before I, before we split. And then it was time for me to um, become re um, reemployed. So I was doing life insurance for a little bit, but then I ended up back in like a corporate type setting. And as soon as I got the job, I got the job in 2016. Um, and I was there for nine days before a merger happened. And the merger 
um, was such that the offices in Virginia, which was where I was based out of, they were going to close all of those offices. Um, so I had just, I had my youngest son in 2014. We split in 2014. I started back working in 2014, but I was working kind of an administrative type job. And I did that for about a year and a half until this other job in 2016 came available. And um, the corporate, I mean, it's, it's uh, with Spectrum, which is big down here, but Spectrum was not really big in Northern Virginia. We just had corporate offices there. And um, after I was hired, like I said, nine days later, the merger went through. They basically said they were going to close all of the Virginia offices. Um, but I did have an idea that they were going to offer a severance package. So getting back into my field, you know, in the process of going through a divorce, I just kind of felt like, okay, three months on this job would be better than three months on my old job, you know? So I went on and accepted the position. But, you know, one of the things I think, Dee, I remember you saying, and actually, I, I guess both of you kind of said from last week, it just felt like things just lined up, you know, um, yeah. how your move just kind of, it just seemed like everything just kind of opened, opened doors like you had to walk through it. And that was kind of exactly how I felt, you know, I had zero intentions of moving from Northern Virginia, from from the DMV, I considered that home, even though I'm not from there. I know both of you ladies are from Baltimore. I grew up in Southern Virginia, but I lived in the DMV for 20 years once I got out of college. And I felt like that was where I became a woman. You know, that was where I became, you know, went into womanhood. I bought my first home. And, you know, so I, that to me was home for me. You know, I, all of my friends were there. Um, but at this point, I was now, you know, a divorcee or soon to be divorcee and I needed to reestablish myself you know for my children and um, God just lined it up so though that even though they went through the merger they offered pretty much everyone the opportunity to stay but in order to stay you had to relocate and uh, my choices for relocation were either Denver which I've been to Denver and it's nice and it's great um, but it was just kind of too far from family. <laughs> it's nice. It's great. <laughs> yes, it's great. But um, and then St. Louis, which I've been to as well. And I didn't have any desire to live in St. Louis. And then my third option was Charlotte. So well, I, you, you can't go to St. Louis because they put their chili over noodles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And who, and who does that? Who right. Does that? Exactly. Right. But um, so that is how I ended up in Charlotte was really 100% because of my job. But it just lined up in such a way that I felt like I would be foolish to decline the offer. You know, um, number one, like I said, it was getting me back in my field. And I have been out of the workforce and I work in IT and I have been out of the workforce in my field for by this point, like eight or nine years. And to be able to get back into a job where I was, um, you know, getting full benefits and things like that with with having been out of my field for so long, I just felt like, you know, I would be foolish to turn this offer down. So that was the long answer to how I ended up in Charlotte. OK, well, that's what we've been looking for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything we wanted to know. Um, do you regret your choice at all? 
Um, I do not. Now, I remember um, in, from last week's discussion, I think one of you referenced how someone keeps thinking that you're going to move back in mm-hmm. a couple years or what have yes. you. Yes, my um, brother. My brother oh, okay. thinks that I'm coming back in two years. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And so when I first moved here, I did have people say, oh, did you sell your house? And I'm like, well, yeah, I sold my house, you know, back in VA, I sold my house. And they're like, oh, I thought you were going to be coming back. And I'm like, I love the DMV. All of my friends are still there, you know, but I just kind of felt like once I moved, it was almost like the move that I didn't know I needed. You know, I, I really wasn't thinking or preparing to move. But once I moved, I felt like, wow, this, this is something that I needed. This was something that, um, that was good for me. And I wasn't even actually looking for it. So I don't have regrets. I miss my friends. That is still a part because I've been here three years now and I miss that circle. You know, I I definitely miss that. I remember one of you guys said last week, you know, just to be able to call somebody up and say, hey, you know, let's let's get together and, Mm -hmm. you know, go to the winery or go get our nails done. Whatever, whatever it is that you just would typically do just to meet up with everybody. I miss that. And I do miss that a lot. But I don't have regrets about moving. I think I feel pretty much the same way. I Mm -hmm. mean, I just don't. I love my family. I love Baltimore. Um, but moving to Charlotte was absolutely a needed change. Even Correct. though I wanted it, it was mm-hmm. absolutely needed for so many reasons um, that Baltimore just, it was so many reminders and so right. many things that I just needed to get away from. And um, in, in, as, like I said, I moved because I thought that it, I just wanted it. I just wanted mm-hmm. to move. Um, and once I got here, I realized it was absolutely what I needed. Right. And like I said, I was I was um, going through a divorce and we have three children together and I had no intentions of trying to like move away, you know, to move away from him or anything like that. But I will say the nature of our relationship, it was kind of like a a woosah a little bit for me once I moved, you know, and he does actually live in Charlotte now. He moved probably about a year after I did. Um, which has been great for our kids. You know, that was a huge plus um, for our children. But I needed those, I I needed that nine months to a year where we were in separate places, you know, and I wasn't expecting that I needed that, but it was good for me once, once we were kind of in separate places for a while. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all, that's always a plus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've never, I've never been divorced. So I'm assuming like it's a necessary process to the part of the process of healing. It is to separate yes. and not to be in the same on the same stomping ground, so mm-hmm. to speak, running mm-hmm. in the same circles, Correct. being in the same places, seeing the mm-hmm. same people, or at coming to events, seeing the same. Like I, yep. I imagine that that has to be. Now I've broken up with people, but I just mm-hmm. block them. <laughs> right, just block. Right. That's just me. No, when I, I, I went to, uh, when I went through um, divorce, um, it is really weird because we lived we were in the same area literally the same area lived in the same area but um the separation of was intentional i think kind of um when Mm -hmm. it came to him maybe more so than me but it was you know because i was just doing what i do 
just uh, just regularly and um but I never ran into him like he just didn't but the relationships that we had outside of the marriage were still there so it uh-huh. is definitely a hard I can only imagine if you have to see them on a regular basis we didn't have Correct. kids together so for you you had to deal with that part as well yeah and I think yeah. a big part of it was establishing new boundaries that was really the piece that I didn't know I needed but I could feel the difference once I moved because um back home I was still living in the house that we we lived in together you know um and even though I stayed in the house um I had the house before we got married so I ended up staying in the house but it just felt different you know what I'm saying it just um the comfort level was different when he would come to see the kids it almost felt like he was coming home and then when I moved here to North Carolina it was more like he was visiting it felt like a visit versus Mm -hmm. back in VA it felt like oh dad is home you know um and it just it just helped me establish boundaries that I needed as a divorced woman still dealing with the father of her children whereas back in Virginia it just kind of like you said, all those things you just mentioned, the, the circles and, you know, all of it. Yes. Um, it helped to reestablish much needed boundaries that I probably would not have enforced the same way if I had not moved. And do you, th- I'm sorry, do you think it helped you establish a different kind of independence from being a, a married, because you went from being a married um, mom of three to now a single mom of three. Mm-hmm. So being apart from your ex-husband, do you feel like that helped you establish your independence and the new life that you have now? Um, what I will say is, I think it helped me shoulder, or, or it was just a huge reminder that it all rested on my shoulder. Maybe I'll say it that way, you know? Um, because when we moved here, there, there wasn't that circle. There weren't, you know, um, those connections or, you know, even with dad or anything like that. So it did help me to realize, okay, you know, I'm, I'm now, I'm now a divorced woman, you know, I'm now a divorced mom of three, you know, and it, it kind of helps really clear the line, you know? So like you said, I mean, I think, it helped me to kind of own um, that I could do this, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I, I could do this, you know? <laughs> it's it's hard because when I moved here, my youngest son was just three, you know? So um, I had no babysitter, you know? So every time you're walking out the house, you got to take everybody. And I mean, you know, just all those things. But I do think it helped me to grow to the point that, you know, I can do this. You know, I always tell my kids because my youngest son, he's always like, what what's your superpower? And I'm like, my superpower is our mom. And he's like, that's not a superpower. I'm like, yes, it is. For <laughs> sure. Know? For Absolutely. sure. So you, um, during the three years that you've been here in Charlotte, what are the um, what are the things that you like the most? What keeps you, um, you know, loving Charlotte? What makes you want to stay here? Um, one, I guess going back to your podcast from last week, I know something that came up was in reference to the cost of living. One thing that was a shock for me though, was I was thinking the same thing you guys said last week. I wouldn't really call Charlotte 
inexpensive. It's cheaper than, you know, back home or whatever. Mm-hmm. But really, to me, the only way, the only place that I see the biggest difference is in, in the housing. You know, your housing expenses are a lot less. But everything else to me is, seems pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So I would say what makes me love Charlotte in terms of like why I would want to stay is because I feel like I have more leverage here. Um, I feel like I can breathe a little bit more financially, you know, here. I've been able to offer things to my kids that I don't think I would have been able to offer back home. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I I think that um, when we say the cost of living is cheaper, I think it's just, like you said, your money, your your money stretches differently here. Correct. Correct. Um, You're right. You definitely get, you get more for your money here. Mm-hmm. Than you do. So you're paying, even if you pay the same amount for your house that you did um, back in the DMV area, you're mm-hmm. getting more house and Correct. land Correct. versus just your home. You know, Correct. so you, um, you may make the same amount of money that you do when you were there. However, right. yep. you're, you're living a better quality of life. Exactly. Here. And it's the small yeah. things, you know, um, being that we're so close to the amusement park, you know, just having like the, the, the passes to go to the amusement park, you know, just little things because, um, like I said, you know, I, I was re truly, truly reestablishing myself when we first split. And so there were things that I was not able that I think just, opportunities and the things that I've been able to um, do for them here that I think at least it, it seems in my mind that it would have been impossible to do back home you know absolutely Maybe not, I totally but it seems agree. that way <laughs> yeah I, I, I totally agree that um, there's definitely opportunities and things um, that I probably would have never even tried or done you know like you said we live close to and I and I'm not not an amusement park lover, but I love the water, so mm-hmm. I will go with um, you know, with my family just because I want to go to the water park or right. just to you know just because they're there. Unfortunately, yep. we have not been able to experience. I that have yet. not been to go to able to go to Carolwinds. Uh, I'm so upset. But that was the plan for everybody plan. to come here. Yes. Y'all going to Carolwinds? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, but it is um, it is definitely and. You know, one of the things that I really like about living on the side of town that we do live on is that we're uh-huh. so close to, we're like 20, almost 25 minutes away from everything, but we're right. so close to South Carolina that we get the benefits of, um, you know, their cost of living being cheaper than even ours. So, you know, we right. kind of get the benefit of being able to go over to South Carolina and get the cheaper gas. So definitely. That's yes. where I go to get my gas. <laughs> And it's, yes. it's no food tax. And no food tax. In yes. South Carolina, but here it's 2.5 or something yeah. crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're gonna you're not gonna buy food, but I right. just never realized that it was a food tax in Charlotte. Yes. Um until because I worked in South Carolina when I first moved here for a couple of months. And then I and that's when I noticed the difference. I was like, wow, I'm never I'm only going grocery shop in South Carolina right. because <laughs> I'm not used to paying taxes on food. Girl, but yeah. It's a lot, but I, I love it. I mean, I love it here. And, and I love, like, I just think when you talk about alignment and things coming full circle. Uh-huh. But Angela, for you and I to have met the way that we have met. Um, yeah. 
we live we lived close together, but we never met until we went to Chicago. It was just crazy. We never yep. met until we went to Chicago. Um, and then for me to say, hi, I'm moving to Charlotte. And she kept, so when I was here at Cricket, we were texting each other. She was like, oh, you're right down the street from me. But I don't think yeah. we're going to see each other today. I don't think we'll get, maybe when you move. Okay. And then she like texted me like a week or two after I had been here. Hey, are you settled yet? You want right. to get together? Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Um, yep. and so we went to, we went to Mert's Heart and Soul on a Friday night. Thank you, and, girl. And I don't think you had ever been. <laughs> But no, we, yeah, <laughs> but cricket and I had been, but you, nobody like, but you and I went, and we were supposed to go to a food truck festival or something, but it was super yeah, cold. Right, yeah, that didn't pay off that night. It was like mm-hmm. thirty degrees for whatever god awful reason. It was thirty wow. degrees, and I was like, oh, why is it thirty degrees? I moved to the south to get away from the cold, and it's cold. But it's still a different cold. <laughs> it's still a different kind of cold. And and then opportun- I had the opportunity to connect the two of you together, and we watched the football uh, game together. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know the two of you have a lot of similarities as well. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you all know this, but both of them can sing. Yeah, <laughs> selling our business. It's not a business; it's a talent. And I say that to say because they are both creatives, and I know creatives oh, I always that. need an outlet. So have you ever thought about creating a business? I know you used to bake a little bit. I know you, you can cook. Angela can cook. Mm-hmm. She, she mm-hmm. can bake and she can, she can she can really bake. I mean. All right. I'm going to get your address when we get off here. <laughs> I, I, got the, I got the address. I got the address. But and I know she can cook because she, she wanted Lowry seasoning salt. She put it on Facebook. Oh, that's right. And I was like, yes, girl, I got you some Lowry seasoning salt. Give me the address. Through. So you to drop it in your mailbox because it's, it's important for people that cook to need the, they need the things to they make need. the food taste. Absolutely. Yes. The way the people yes. like me who benefit from the cooking, <laughs> we need y'all to have what y'all need. <laughs> she can cook too, Angela. Don't let her think. Oh, I am sure. I am sure. Look, here's the funny thing, though. I I don't really consider myself a cook. Like, that's not now when when I go to events or something, I'd rather bake something than really cook because, you know, I feel like I do well for my kids. But then again, you know, my kids always throwing shade. They'd be like, look what mom made tonight, you know, because I'll throw something together real quick. And they'll be like, look what mom made. <laughs> so shady teenagers, shady, shady Girl, teenagers. Yes. And once they yes. get older, they will realize when your children get yes, older, they, they will, will say, Oh, I wish my mom, mom could cook I for me. It. Or we yeah. we do have food at home. We don't have to buy food every time they go. So they will appreciate that. Um a little right. bit. I'm later sure you've experienced life. that now with your kids being older. Oh now, honey. haven't you? Yeah. And they trying to come down here, baby, but they gotta have their own spot. Ooh. I can't let them live with oh, me. Okay. I like this is Got my it. space and Angela you have to really come and relax I mean I know it's hard with the kids or whatever the case may be but I mean the kids are welcome but you have to come and just kind of like so you can get out of your space and just it's a yes. I feel like it's a nice little oasis and you know I resigned my lease so I'm here oh, at good. least for another year at least in this apartment for another year but going oh, back to good. Baltimore is not an option and my father yeah. helped me to realize that because real recently we've had some things with my mom she's had a health scare and mm-hmm. um I think that maybe it could be a little slight expectation that I'm going to come back home and it's just not happening oh, no it's this okay. is not happening I mean that's a slight no one's really I mean right, I, right. Maybe I haven't it really verbalized perception. It. right it could be just mm-hmm. my perception maybe mm-hmm. um some sort of feeling that I feel but literally it is if people will come to visit more 
Yeah. They would mm-hmm. honestly get to see how much we love it here. But, um, you know, I'm one gonna... of the things. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. You go. No, you, you were just talking about visit. And I remember from last week, you guys were talking about people coming and visit. And that was like a huge deal for me when a whole rack of my friends came and we did like a race because they like to travel and do races and half marathons and stuff. I do, try to do like once a year one something a year with them but they came down um you know so I've had people come and visit and that to me has been like huge it's just made my heart like big that you know they those bonds that you established you know they haven't gone anywhere you just geographically live in a different place that's it absolutely it's just some miles and you you I've come up with creative ways to let people back home know that I still care I send cards periodically I might send a package I mean, literally, I'm looking on top of my cabinet at a, at boxes that could be just a good little package, like for my grandchildren, just uh-huh. to put some little things in there for them. But I do little things to let them know that I'm still thinking about them, sending a good right. morning text or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it's good. It's good to get back home. It's good for them to visit. But I think it's also important to make sure that they know that they're loved. Like we didn't move away because of any one person Correct. particular we moved because we thought it was the best thing for us at the time and it was what was needed and the boundaries i heard you talk about boundaries some boundaries needed to be established for me that weren't Uh being established which made me feel kind of run down and just like i was running a rat race and in a circle and i was over it. oh my gosh i was over it i was over the rat race i was over the circle i felt like i was in an episode of i mean in the movie groundhog's day where they kept Uh doing the same thing every day you wake up i was like i can't i can't i cannot I couldn't. You know, one of the things people will at, would ask me or have asked me when they catch up, they like, are you happy? And it's not that I'm not happy, but my number one thing was peace, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you just mentioned boundaries and feeling run down, that is so true. So true. There's nothing um, like peace. Peace absolutely. is so much more important than, you know, all of the other things people put um, the emphasis on. Your peace Correct. of mind cannot yes. be bought purchased that's or right sold. like that is something that you <laughs> that's absolutely right. need and do not disturb yeah, my right. peace yeah. don't disturb yeah. my vibe mm-hmm. don't disturb my mm-hmm. joy don't disturb any of mm-hmm. those things i saw a shirt like that i'm gonna show it to you because okay. I, I need it <laughs> i need it at work okay <laughs> i need the people oh to gosh know. yes i need the people to know right because i think when my sign is a it's a forehead on, i sign on my forehead that says try me every day <laughs> so i need i need we're gonna talk about that later okay, okay. so um so, Angela, let me ask you another quick question. Do you mm-hmm. have any plans on venturing out to let your creative side out and maybe starting another business with all the things that you do and all the talent, skills, and God-given abilities that you have? That is a very interesting question. Um, you know, right now, I, I, it's like there are times where I feel like I need to do something. You know, I need to be doing something. There's something I need to be doing. I do feel that way. Um, but at the same time, there's the other side of me that's like, is this the season for it? You know, just simply because of my schedule with my kids and things like that. So um, you mentioned the singing, and that is one thing I miss. I miss singing so much, but I did also have surgery on my voice several years ago and it changed the nature of my voice um but I don't know I mean that's a great question I mean I I I don't want to say no 
because I do feel like there will be the day when I will venture back into that creative space. I just feel like right now it might be a lot for me to juggle just because of mm-hmm. schedule with mm-hmm. the kids. Yeah, and you have and, but, and your and your kid you don't have to tell me tell the world how old your kids are, but the age range of your kids um may be part of that reason. Like you correct. have so much Right, I have a high school student, Mm -hmm. a middle school student, and then I have an elementary school student. But I think your question, though, is so relevant because at the same time, I do know I still need something from me. And that's the one thing that I keep trying to figure out, like, you know, it might be I might say, okay, well, I'm going to dedicate X, Y, Z time for working out or whatever it is, because I know I need time for myself because that is the one thing that historically I have been lacking in doing for myself. And that's something that I definitely want to try to do better going forward. When I first moved down here, my focus was all on my kids. I wanted to make sure that they were established and they were together. And I would say I did that for probably a good year and a half or so. Um, You know, wasn't really going anywhere. wasn't doing much of anything other than, just them and work. And so now I do try to get out, you know, every now and then and do some things just so I can have some time for myself. Yeah. Um, um, self-care is absolutely needed when you yeah. have so much on your plate, especially when you have, um, you know, school age children, that is definitely right. something that you have to make time for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and being a creative person, it took, it, it did take a long time for me to tap all the way into it. You know, mm-hmm. I started out, uh, being, uh, I'm gonna say this, but you know, D gonna bring up some old stuff. I will, but <laughs> I will not. I, I started out up. being um, a cosmetologist, okay. and um, oh yeah, she's, and, she's um, told me about that. I'm sure. I'm sure she, she tells everybody. <laughs> I didn't uh, even have to say anything. That's her conscience. <laughs> it's her guilty conscience. I, listen, I hear it a lot, but um, you know, I stopped. Um, doing hair because my daughter turned a certain age and she mm-hmm. was playing basketball and blah, blah, blah. she was so busy um, right. that I wasn't able to give all that I needed to my business and then Correct. so I then I went to the other side of it and was you know makeup artist and mm-hmm. then um, mm-hmm. that changed because the makeup artist uh, world right now is just not something that I want to sign up for um, mm-hmm. um, you know it's always something about um, when, whenever you're putting your name on something, you want to make sure it's something that you like and love as well. And um, right. I'm just not willing to put my name on some of them, these faces. Mm, um, okay. And then, and then, um, wait a minute, your name on some of these faces? Yeah, you know, because now a lot of <laughs> a lot of people are now into the eyebrows that don't look natural, or oh, right. yes, 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 they yes. are now mm-hmm. into the eyelashes that look like brooms. Like, like a feather duster. I mean, feather duster, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, the people like it, that's they like it, they love it. But then you have those who want their face so beat uh-huh, that you're uh-huh. using a ton of product and they don't want to pay for that. Oh, they they yeah. don't want to pay for, you know, I have tons of makeup artist friends and they are absolutely good at what they do, but they uh-huh. love it enough 
to switch with I'm I was more of a beauty makeup. I would do your weddings. I would do photo shoots. Right. Okay. That kind of makeup where you know, but I don't want to do the makeup now where I'm packing on the makeup or mm -hmm. you look like somebody else when you get out the chair. <laughs> you know, your before and after. I mean, and there's no shade to because it is definitely an art. So right. It definitely absolutely is definitely an art, and those who do those who do it because they love it and they are great at it. All big up so I have very, very good friends that are excellent makeup artists. But mm -hmm. then you have the YouTube makeup artists, and that's a that's a lot of competition. The makeup yes. artists that you know, and when I got when I became a makeup artist, you had to have a license to touch somebody. Mm. And now you don't. And you don't now. Okay. And now you don't. You sure? um, I'm positive. Oh, no. Wow. Um, you know, it's not even a, a, a I mean, if you're a cosmetologist, you're a cosmetologist. But I actually had to take. A test that said makeup artist, you know, and oh, it's just wow. not, it's it's not that. But anyway, needless to say, I just, you know, then I moved, and then once I moved here, um, the creativeness in me had to go into a whole other direction. Um, and I was gonna do natural hair. My goal was when I came down here, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna open up a spot and just do natural hair. Yeah, well, that's just not really what I wanted to do. So mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter. To my me. business now does my hair. Uh, <laughs> I got my hairstylist back, y'all. <laughs> Not really. I did. Too funny. But I, did. I had to change, you know. So now my creative juices are in my business, and I love it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm I can sit up and do it all night. I mean, D have come to my house and fall asleep, fell asleep on me many of times. Because <laughs> it's late. You always do stuff, and I know, I know. And she but, get, like she's into it, like. D, what you think about this? Yep, I like it. Well, why they want that? Well, that's what the people want. I'm going to give the people what. So we go with this banter back and forth. And then I just start watching the movie and then I'm tired. So, yeah. So, but I understand. I say all of that to say I understand your creative. Um, you want to do it, but you need to make sure you have the right time to it. Because when you're creating something, you want to put your 100% into it. If you're putting your name on it. So I, I absolutely understand the the wanting to wait until you know it's the right time but you also talked about angela it being a season and so right now like you said this might not be the season for you to have a creative outlet maybe this is just your 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 winter season and you're you're right now you're, you're brainstorming ideas and you're coming up with things and you're trying to figure it all out and line it up and then in the spring you know after winter is spring then maybe you can start to emerge a little bit more. But this is your season and nobody can push you. I just was curious if you had any ideas in the works because <laughs> I'm dying to really. Just let me know if you're thinking, if you're curious, you know. <laughs> I sure will. I sure will. No pressure at all. But honestly, like we really do appreciate you being our first guest our very first well, I guest thank y'all for thinking of me so much I really do appreciate you giving me the the moment to kind of just explain my 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 journey and my story so far as it as it has unfolded thus far yes we really appreciate you taking the time out here I'm I'm sure so busy schedule right now with um for joining us for this week's conversation it is our goal that you feel loved encouraged and supported and will take with you a tiny nugget to help you move forward in your journey if you'd like to be a part of our weekly conversation 
please feel free to DM us on Instagram at beingbaltimore underscore in Charlotte or on Facebook at beingbaltimore in Charlotte.